Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this first broadcast for Rocktober, baby. Yes, uh, Florida is where we're based. And it actually cooled off this week for the first time uh, in the season. And it kind of fell fallish uh, here in mm-hmm. Orlando. What about you down there in South Florida there, Barry? Did you feel a little nip? Yeah, uh, in it, the it air? dropped down. It dropped down about two degrees, but you can yeah. feel it if you are uh, used to living down here. Yeah, uh, it just uh, it just brightens you up a little bit because it finally we got a little reprieve from summer. Now, don't get me wrong; uh, probably Monday it's going to be back up in the nineties. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know that's just how we roll here in Florida. But it was nice to get a little uh, fall reprieve this week, just in the nick of time of uh, changing over into the month of October or Rocktober, as we like to say. <laughs> Uh, nobody nobody likes to say that everybody no. says that come on patrick nobody says that you are a rocker at heart i know you yeah, yeah. look at look at me. a rock to, i'm enough of a rocker that i would never ever utter those words what rocktober yes oh come on look, look at the back is backdrop he has like a queen album he has guitars in the background all this 80s rock stuff and he he's he's you know, you're denying your past and captain patrick it's my present. Okay, whatever. It's, I, have uh, too much, I have too much respect for the industry to utter those words. Okay, well, they have no respect for you. If That's you are, right. are going to deny Rocktober, how dare you? How dare yes, you? I, I deny, I repudiate Rocktober. Okay. Repudiate. Ma- well, Ma- Mike the Mariner, you're with me on this, right, Mike? Come on. Yeah, but I have another one. We can call it Boatober. Okay, Boatober. <laughs> that, why not? I'll go with that, too. Uh, it's yeah. Boatober and Rocktober. I hate, I hate Rocktober. you both. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's up next there from you barry dive tober dive tober uh that, that makes no sense whatsoever out. that makes Scuba-tober? no sense no no don't don't, don't ruin Actually, it Patrick. wait october is when uh i think stone crab season starts soon really is it october uh i it is october barry yeah but i'm <laughs> saying i believe it starts in october <laughs> i don't know i don't know it was october crabs? 15th yeah, maybe, so, so you're how? saying it could be a uh, crab tober that's what you're, yeah, you're hoping you for. That. So you want to catch some crabs. Stone crab. Well, hey, Nobody be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the group you're talking to, I guess. Uh, now, the way this show is going, it's going to be craptober. All right. Well, take the helm. You're the captain, Patrick. What do we got Thank this week? Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I uh, don't know if you guys were aware there was a little event going on over on the west coast of Florida this week that wrapped up hmm. uh, known as Ibex. Heard about this show. Yes. Yes. Uh, so the International Boat Builders Exhibition and Conference wrapped up its 30th uh, meeting. Yeah. And they have a list of innovation awards. Would you care to uh, take a stroll down through the uh, products and uh, companies that received 
sure. the Ibex Innovation Awards. These are the cool new products that they uh, they debuted or showcased at the Ibex, uh, and, and these guys won awards for their uh, that entries. That is correct. Okay, so yeah, these are hopefully going to show up on your boat show uh, or boat uh, store. You know, well, I don't know. Wherever you well, buy your uh, boat stuff, <laughs> I guess. Yep. All right, so under the category yeah. boat care and maintenance, mm-hmm. um, Gibco Flex Mold Redeck is their product. Uh, this is a comprehensive selection of gel coat decking patterns that simplifies and reduces the cost of decking repair. So, uh, for those of you not in the know, Gibco uh, Flex Mold that is one of the companies that marine manufacturers, boat manufacturers use um, for non-skid so when they're in the design phase when they're making the plug um they look at different uh non-skids certain companies have their own particular style or type if you will and uh often they'll find that they're using the gibco uh product to put on the plug which then the mold is cast off of so Chances are you've got a boat out there that's already got the Gibco pattern. Mm-hmm. This is, if you've got uh, damage, this is actually like an applique uh, that you could put. You can custom cut it to shape and put it over existing damage, things like that. Or if you're looking ah. at redoing uh, non-skid uh, on a more cost-effective basis, this is a way to do it. That's that's a pretty nice deal um so just making repairs to your non-skid much much easier and efficient with this new product okay got it nice uh under boat building methods and materials this is a company that actually uh i am in deep discussion with on trying to get them to come on for an interview uh this is from uh sika corporation that's s-i-k-a um for their adkit a236 which is a great low-temperature curing high-strength two-part adhesive that can be used in volume without discoloring gel coat. So what that is, with boat manufacturing, uh, go back maybe the last uh, 10, certainly 15 years, um, you see a lot more bonding agents uh, used in the manufacturing process the way that uh, cockpit soles are bonded to stringers, the way that liners are bonded to stringers and hulls. Um, You see more and more of these uh, adhesives being used, whether it's uh, Sika, uh, there's some other ones out there uh, that may be used within the industry. This is one of the challenges with um, exterior application is exposure to uv and what it can do to the gel coats and what it can do to the gel coat um itself so Mm -hmm. this product um can be used large amounts of it let's say you have uh something where you're rebonding a window uh some some hardware on the deck uh could be a a vent cover something like that something that can be used um two-part and won't uh mar or discolor the gel coat and I know from, I used to use, when we were building our 52 and 53, Sika was, uh, their 295 UV was one of the main bonding agents that we used for uh, installing for all the stainless trim on the hard tops and things like that, cover plates. And let me tell you, when you bond it, when you follow their process, and it's a timed process, mm-hmm. when you've cleaned properly with 
with their proper cleaning agents. Once that sets up, you are not getting these parts off without destroying those parts. <laughs> okay. So they could use the bonding uh, materials to do that other fix, uh, uh, apply that new adhe- uh, slip well, resistance stuff. Well, no, because Gipco has got a self-adhesive. What you want to be careful with, um, if you are doing any type of uh, like C-Deck or non-skid application, you know, panels, things like that to existing non-skid. One is, of course, follow the, the manufacturer's instructions. Uh, but quickly, I mean, it's got to be properly cleaned. Um, the proper amount of adhesive is used. And if you're going outside the guidelines and you're going to do something like this, um, it's not just a matter of applying it and then putting it down and walking away. It's actually working and rolling the material, actually using a solid roller um, over the top of it to work out any of the air. Uh, Okay. When we're doing that application over non-skid, you have the tendency for air to get trapped in between those uh, granules of stuff. Yeah. So it's it's something to look at. But uh, Sika took an award for that. Uh, Deck equipment and hardware, lily pad marine, ghost mount. Mm Mm-hmm. Just in time for our Rocktober. Yeah, right, Scooby. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a ghostly month. I need one of those. Win. Yeah. Uh, nearly invisible yet unbelievably strong. This versatile floor mounting system is a true game changer for boat builders and consumers. Um, doesn't tell me what it is, but I would imagine. <laughs> but it's invisible. It's magic. <laughs> yeah. Give us your money. There's your product. Here's your product. See? Uh, I, I would imagine it's probably for carrying. Uh, Stuff like uh, the big, I, I again, one of those trends I don't quite understand. People carrying these huge mats out with them out on the water um, so that they can go sit on the mats in the water. Um, just bizarre to me. Uh, electrical systems. What, well, wait, what's bizarre about going out on a float? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes, it on, is. <laughs> on, 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 those, on those big floating pads. Yeah. Yeah. It is bizarre to me that people will load these things, these huge rolls, right. to where now now manufacturers like this have, are actually designing carriers for them to go mm. out on the water somewhere to then take these off the boat, unroll them on the water so that you can go sit on these things in the water. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But you're sitting on them with, they have a beer holder on one side. Hopefully. No, these are, these are, no, no. These are just big rolls of matting. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but but you don't have to inflate them. It's no uh, no effort, and you got your life raft, and you can hold your beer. You don't need a koozie for that, per se. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I'm really excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way. All right. See that boat over there? Yeah. I think we're going to sail on it today. Oh, my God. Yes. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater. You know, kind of excited about the finale of uh, Bachelor in Paradise uh, this week. I don't know if they're going to go out on boats, but I know Barry's been watching intently. And his, uh, I don't know, the odds of who are going to go away from paradise as a couple are uh i mean how, how many couples do you think are going to come out of this barry go ahead, give us your prediction it's zero. Zero. you are not uh in it for love evidently <laughs> greg <laughs> what, what happened to you <laughs> hey i watch it so you don't have to so you're welcome and so does barry well he watches it for other reasons but sure he just yeah, doesn't but- like to admit it and let's, uh, let, let, let's let's get back to uh manly talk okay all right <laughs> innovation award winners from the ibex show yeah uh, a little bit on this lily pad marine this ghost mount uh mm-hmm. looks like lily pad marine uh they've got some really cool products uh this one looks like it's a uh, deck mounted like diving board it's weird huh um, well that's kind of anyway. cool actually that that would be a fun little uh accessory to have on your, your sure, vessel wouldn't you, it okay Greg. Yeah. If you have the proper boat for it. it, You realize boats float on the water, right? Yeah. What happens when you're on a boat and you jump up and down on a diving board? Um, You You jump in the air. You fall over. Exactly. You jump off. It might shake your boat a little bit, too, depending on how big it is. Yeah. Let's let's, uh, 
I, I, I mean, hats off to them. Uh, they found a, a product that absolutely nobody needs, and you're selling what, a diving board. You, you're not a fan of a dive. Why yeah. not? If you have the, if you have a big enough vessel and it can handle it. I mean, there's where are you going to put it? By the time you got the deck mounted grill, you've got the deck mounted solar array, you've got the deck mounted speakers. Well, this got- innovation award winner, did they come up with some, uh, you know, cool way to mount it or or put it up temporarily when you want to use it or what? What's yeah, unique about it's, it? It's the ghost mount. Okay, did, so are you paying attention? Yeah. No, they have no information on it. Okay, um, so you don't know. Okay, uh, I no, I don't. Elect- but they won an award, so but, it must be like, something if, special. If you, if you're really, really interested, uh, mm-hmm. this and all the other stories that we will not talk about today are on the World of Boating Facebook page and or worldofboating.com. So be sure to uh, check them out if you want more information. Uh, down to electrical systems, getting into uh, Barry's uh, area Ooh. of uh, expertise. Shocking. Uh, hmm. Discover battery, lithium blue. Whoa, I tell you, lithiums are going to come in. Completely serviceable in the field, lithium blue is sure to have an impact on this growing segment. That's all that they give on this. Um, but uh, apparently this uh, lithium blue from Discovery Battery, a completely serviceable lithium battery, uh, took uh, the award in electrical systems. Hmm. Entertainment. Okay, now the, these next couple ones is where we get into stuff that I'm like, yeah, oh, stop. Uh, ride controller LED+. plus. This is an uh, innovative use of NeoPixel LEDs and advances the art of yacht lighting. Cool. Stop with the LED lighting. Why? Oh, it'd Why? be like a, a Christmas tree on your yacht? Yeah. I mean, that's the latest thing. Uh, Mike the Mariner can back me up on this. In your marina, a lot of the boats are lit up like Christmas trees year-round now, right? With that kind of stuff? Uh, some, some, yeah. Some have some really cool lighting systems. Uh you know, of course, they uh, they jazz them up for the Christmas parade, which right. comes up in December. Of yeah, course, but if but, you just uh, want to have that cool little, I don't know, chasing light thing effect that in the evening when you're entertaining people around the, I don't know, yeah. the gunnel of your vessel, that's kind of a thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we, like we, we all turn our lights on when it's uh, kind of a, you know like a Saturday night. Everybody's kind of going boat to boat to boat, right? Kind of a thing. Yeah. The, well, but, on, on this description, the fact that they actually use the term "art of yacht lighting." is problematic for me um, because <laughs> there's no art to yacht art lighting. is it's, in the eye of the beholder captain uh, patrick come on uh, well yes. lighting's become more of a substantial thing on some yachts yeah. well, it used to be just to get from point a to point b mm-hmm. now they're you're right and that takes us to the next one furnishings and interior parts guard text canvas light now i want to point out that they spell canvas with a k Okay. Uh, so, it's phonetic, so. <laughs> so either they were really big fans of the 70s band Kansas and they doing a play on that or they're just stupid. Um, the flexi- <laughs> flexibility of optical fibers in this product is a versatile way to provide practical and decorative lighting integrated into what, Barry? What did they integrate a bimini top. lighting into? into? It had to be into bimini tops. It yeah. is, into the soft bimini top. Actually, that that's would an, be that's interesting. An, yeah. Your whole bimini would glow. Right. That's kind of cool. No, actually, no, it wouldn't. Because if you look at um, fiber, gla- uh, fiber optics, the light only really comes out of the ends. It doesn't come out of the sides. That's the whole point of them. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, they've done it. They won an uh, innovation award at the IBEX show for it, right, they Patrick? Did. 
yeah, or they just stunk a bunch of fibers in the canvas top and called it a day. But now, the, we, I, that, I think that's a great idea. I mean, but it, but yeah, is yeah. it a is it electrified canvas cover? From what you can tell, like you you would actually flip a switch and that make it glow, or is it just like use the light from the sun and soak it in and well, energize its cells? Type I, of thing. I'd put that on mine. I'd replace. Yeah, I'd replace my top. There you go. You can see that on YouTube and Facebook today. But you don't have to electrify the top. What you do is you may have that light somewhere in your hull or somewhere like that, and the fiber optics just bring that light out. You know, at Disney, at Epcot, remember they had that area where you could walk around Mm -hmm. and you would see the fiber optics ground, the stars and all that. So they're doing the same thing there. What what I see in this, I'm going to their uh, website, is... Uh, on the underside of a soft bimini top, they've actually right. got a rec- what looks like a rectangular panel mm-hmm. uh, underneath that illuminates. Nice, I like it. So it's it's like a light that's made of fabric. Kind that of. would be correct. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that's a good that's an innovative idea. So it's probably pretty light, easy yeah. to install, right? Um, and and probably gives you an, a, a more even lighting pattern than the. Uh, you know, the LED canteen lights that I hang yeah. in the corners. And, and let's not forget the cool factor. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, you know, you amend that with some of those LED lights along the gunnels. I mean, you got your boat tricked out and your friend, friends and family coming over on, hang out on the boat for a little evening cocktail. They're going to, ooh, nice light show. Well, you could use this idea of stringing a whole boat with this uh, fiber optics and just having one or two light sources. Uh, the only thing that's is crazy is, talk, Barry, you what's wrong with you? You could not, you could not, I don't think you could flex it too many times before something would break. So it had to be mm. non-flexible items. Interesting. Right, let's, let's go on to, we got uh, four categories left. Two are uh, three are really important. One is, I can't believe that we're still doing this <laughs> um, mechanical systems. All right, well, let's do that after the break because we rambled we too much and talked about how cool the lights were. You know, if they don't flash enough to potentially cause an epileptic seizure, they're not going to get my boat, but that's just, that may just be me. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. <laughs> This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, running out the crew as we reflect on the Innovation Award winners from the IBEX show that happened last week. All right, so uh, the category we're on is what, Patrick? Uh, the category we're on now is mechanical systems. Okay. And one that's near and dear to every boater's heart that's got a cabin and a uh, head system. Uh, the Japsco Quiet Flush E2. That way, excuse me. What did you ja- just say? Jabsco. Oh, okay. Quiet Flush E2. All right, that was kind of concerned there for a minute. <laughs> All right. uh, is this a vacuum flush system? Yeah, uh, sounds like it must this be. is according to Judge Ben Stein. Not that Ben Stein. Okay. That would be that would have been funny. Yeah, Jabsco. 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 Okay, we got it. Yeah. Greg, Greg didn't. No. Uh, this is a simple solution to a potentially messy situation. Uh, that is the only description that they gave. 
Uh, but so, so this is the system you need if you have a load of crap that you got to take care of. Uh, this this is a quiet flush marine toilet. Hmm. So uh, apparently, and, and it, what's innovative about it? Well, it's quiet. Um, evidently, it's quiet. <laughs> Be quiet oh. to human. Quiet to human. What do you mean? And again, you know, Mike, on, on some of these, they don't go into. I. It's one thing because this came through boating industry that mm-hmm. uh, when we've done these in the past, I, I really wish they would give more of a description as to what it was and why they felt it mm-hmm. was worthy of, you know, the award that it was given versus these little, I, I wouldn't even call them press snippets because honestly, a third grader with a uh, MacBook pro could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, OEM electronics. Uh, this is somebody that we've had on the program, uh, much to Greg's uh, chagrin. We had him on for the entire show. Um, but from Volvo Penta, their assisted docking uh, system. There you go. So Volvo's assisted docking lets the skipper take a breath in stressful situations while giving them pinpoint control of the vessel. There. See, we were ahead of the curve. We are on the crest of the wave. We saw that one coming, and hats off to them for their innovation Award. We got more to cover next on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Ryan, we've got to get on that ship. Attention passengers, the karaoke contest will begin in five minutes. Okay, now we've really got to get on that ship. Look at me, I'm ship-faced, I'm a nautical space, brownies, yachties, I'm out of place, I'm ship-faced. This is the world of boating, that is the Barefoot Man from the Cayman Islands. Google it, and you can find that uh, little ditty if you like. Uh, Greg, your co-pilot. No, that's uh, that's my airplane uh, moniker. I'm, I'm I'm actually a I'm a first mate at this point. Not anymore. What do you mean, not anymore? I'm a second mate. Is there you, such you, a you thing? Keep, you, you keep flubbing that one. Yeah. I am. I've been demoted. Uh, okay, but we got Barry the boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the mariner, and uh, Greg, your second mate. We'll go with that, or maybe I don't know. Uh, boat fluff. How about that? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> Boats one's made. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. All right, I'm going to run through these. Uh, you got three left. Uh, propulsion parts, uh, propellers, um, the uh, Superfly Hydrofin from Hydrofin, which is a hydrofoil system that significantly improves the riding performance of any double pontoon boat. Um, safety equipment, uh, Oscar. Uh, Oscar is, every letter is capitalized. So if you're looking for it, Oscar Navigation uh, for their product called Sentry. And again, it's very generic. Uh, the Sentry's advanced use of machine learning from millions of on-water events makes boating safer, underway, and at rest. Um, it's not a whole lot to go on there. But the one that I really wanted to talk about was under trailers, parts, and trailer accessories from Innovative Group Incorporated. They have unveiled what? When it comes to boat trailers, anyone? Mm. Greg? Something that makes automatic trailers. backing. No. Uh, <laughs> that would be way Floating too cool. trailers. If they go in the water, they float. Oh, they float on their own. Oh, uh, yeah. as long as the boat's not on them. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Um, they have they unveiled a um, roller bunk. What a roller, roller bunk. bunks have been around for a long time? No, 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 no. This is actually, um, and I, I swear to you, if you listen to the show, go back probably about ten years. I talked about somebody doing this. Okay. Uh, what they've got are these longitudinal bunks. Okay. And then using a hydraulic system, rollers will raise up or rise up out of the bunks to assist with um, launching or loading. And then those <laughs> bunks will return down below the surface of the bunk itself because we all, those, anybody that's been around boats, boat ramps, boat trailers, roller trailers are terrible for a couple of main reasons one what they do to the bottom of a hull um mm. because they don't support the boats properly they 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 point load where each one of these huge individual rollers are and that can cause problems on the hull bottom defor deformity mm -hmm. uh, things like that the other one is again if you spend enough time at a boat ramp and you see that 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 boater who brings their boat in and unhooks it and they've got a roller trailer, you know what's going to happen as soon as they start backing down the ramp. Unless That's they, exactly. Unless, unless they happen to leave their stern straps in place, <laughs> you know exactly what's going to happen. That um, did happen here at Monroe Harbor uh, about three years ago. A guy with a Brady White sailfish unhooked it, and as soon as he hit the crown of the ramp, that boat rolled off the trailer, landed like on yo -yo. the ramp, and slid all the way into the water. Yeah, without so, the string. <laughs> yeah. So the... The issue, I mean, one of the, the highlights that they point out, of course, uh, enough time at boat ramps, you know that a lot of places don't allow power loading. Doesn't mean people don't do it. Um, I, for one, make every attempt to bring the boat onto a trailer without power loading. No, even if I'll put that, my bow eye out. <laughs> even if that means that, you know, I've got to go and, and get in the water and run the, the strap out to the bow eye, center the boat up and crank it up by hand. Because what happens when you're at these ramps and you blow, you, you power load, you're blowing all that sediment out into a huge pile behind your boat. And the next boat that comes in does what? Power loads it further out. No, runs right into that, that oh. pile of, of, mm. of crap that you just, plus you wind up blowing out the, the backside of the ramp, which creates a huge depression. So people who are backing in their trailers, now that your forward tire goes over the edge of the ramp and now you're stuck now you're now you have fun yeah yeah now you now you now you got problems yeah you call the tow company and come pull you I, your no, car and the trailer out I, i'll tell you how i got a guy's trailer out though you i did it using the anchor winch system on the boat that i was on hmm. oh wait a minute he he got hung up couldn't get out was in a panic i was waiting to load the boat i was in was big enough uh oh. probably about, it was a 35 so i came in from behind with the boat, um, dropped the anchor, hooked his trailer, and, <laughs> and lifted it. Oh, that's and used fantastic. the winch to lift the trailer and get him out of the ramp. That is great. Hmm. You should have had video of that. So, uh, but this, the nice thing with this system is, yeah, if you're in an area where they don't allow power loading, and more and more areas don't allow that, whether you get caught or not, uh, you know, kind of a roll of the dice, you really shouldn't do it if you don't have to. Uh, not only because it's blowing sediment out, but 
and the unfortunate instance that something happens and you wind up shooting that boat up over the front of your trailer and in the back of your truck or your car because that never happens um should try to avoid that but the nice thing with this is again with the flip of a switch you have a hand controller those rollers will then lower back down uh below the surface of the bunk and now the boat is properly supported barry just adding a little bit more complexity to a device that is sitting in that salt water and slowly corroding away. Well, it, look, I, I, I would just go. I never had have had a problem with bunk trailers, even with step hole bottom boats, and those present a bit of a challenge. What I have found is, uh, if I'm in an area where it's a hard launch, I've got uh, whether it's the angle of the ramp or I've got a tide issue. What I've done is you can always look at spraying your bunks down uh, prior with uh, spray silicone. Mm. Uh, that certainly helps. Changing the type of fabric that is covering the bunks, uh, you'll find that there's other fabrics that are less cause less friction. Um, or, as I've done with some trailers, I use um, very thin pieces of Delron. Yes, I've seen that. To line the top of the bunk, which creates a frictionless... Uh, <laughs> launch and load. What's yeah. so funny with that, Barry? Why? Oh, it, it's very slippery mm-hmm. uh, compared to the carpet on my bunks. You know, you step on that and you're going to go sliding. It it is, but it, the thing is, you're aware of it, and if you're if you know how to properly launch and recover your boat, it's really the launch part of it. Um, you know that you're not undoing your bow eye strap until the the transom is well within the water. And at that point, if it, you know, when you've got your dock line set, run out to the nearest cleats. And at that point, if it slides off, great. That's what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. As long as you're in the water and not like what Mike had happen up by him, where the guy's 20 feet from and probably went and pushed that boat into the water because nothing was going to keep them from enjoying her day out. I'll fix the hole later. <laughs> Actually, that boat, that boat landed on the ramp, slid all the way down into the water. And the guy stuck his head out the window and said, well, that's one way to do it. And he, <laughs> he, he went up and parked his truck and yep. they all got on the boat and left. Yeah. Typically, I mean, <laughs> his engines were tilted all the way up. Thank God. Thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well. he had some gel coat damage, but uh, it was a Grady White. So, you know, you can run that thing up on a granite shoal. And not well, you either say uh, that's one way to do it or, you know, I meant to do that. <laughs> well, that either was way. actually... Triumph had a commercial years ago when they were in business where they Triumph the uh, insult Triumph. dog? No, Triumph. My boat company, yeah, you know, yeah, the company that okay. built my boat. Right. And they're towing a Triumph 17 footer behind a pickup truck without a trailer. And they <laughs> That was a Jeff it. Foxworthy video. No, mm. but no. And they flipped this thing around in the water it goes. That was their uh, commercial. That's how tough they were. And then during a power outage, they stuck a wick in it. And we're able to use it for... Use it as a candle. <laughs> sure. As a candle. Incense. The whole thing. <laughs> Incense. Yep. It smelled uh, of pumpkin spice just you in can time for October. melt it back together. So that wraps up uh, the 30th uh, IBEX uh, convention over on the West Coast of Florida. Uh, again, if you want more information or you're interested in any of those products, you can find out more at worldofboating.com or at the World of Boating Facebook page where you'll find that posted. Um, coming out of the west coast of the United States, Portland, um, a boat burst into flame. Hmm. 
uh, okay. when it ran up on the beach. What, it was another one of those riot things and it just kind of no, extended into the waterways? Um, th- this one was smuggling marijuana. Oh, poor thing. So, Turned into a big party, huh? Uh, <laughs> and word is the uh, fast food restaurants nearby had record business. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah. Did you say it caught on fire? It, it did. So, so the the combination of the resin on fire and the and the pot must have created some interesting effects. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna have to look up some videos on YouTube for this one. I have a feeling more coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast well joe he's all smiles and fun till we get out on the sea about the time the waves start rocking is the time his face turns green Even when the weather's nice No matter how smooth the ride You'll always find my buddy Joe Hanging off the side So I said, Joe While you're busy getting sick And heaving on the crew I wanted you to know that I appreciate you too 
I know that you get seasick, but I'm sure glad you come. You're not just my buddy, you're my chum. <laughs> That's right. You're not just my buddy, you're my chum. This is the world of boating. That is the scoop of cowboy. I am Greg, your first mate. Somebody's got to feed the little fishies. Well, maybe, and that might come in handy if you're trying to chum up the, you know, mahi mahi on a fishing trip and stuff like that. Uh, I've been known to do that a time or two. Um, that's going to be Greg's theme song. You think so? Yeah, well, that's perfect. All right. Well, once again, you know, it it happens. I can mm-hmm. usually uh, hang out till about three or four footers, and then, yep. It's going it, to, I'm going to blow, but that's, uh, that's me. That's Take it for what it's worth. All right. So, uh, we've covered our innovation award winners. What other news nuggets do we have to share with our passengers today, Patrick? Well, coming out of California, uh, again, knowledgeable board boaters, uh, you're familiar with the California air resources board, affectionately known as carb, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, somewhat ironic. Um, hmm. they have new regulations on the books that they want to implement that is causing some problems. Now I know in the, uh, during the commercial break and talk back, you know, people look at, well, what's going on with California? Why does California get to decide everything for the rest of the country? Because <laughs> boat manufacturers and stuff, you'll see where they've got their boats meet carb emission standards. Even if they're only selling two or three boats a year in the California market, which I don't even want to get into uh, them being a triple awards damage state. Um, hmm. but so boats that are, uh, sold around the U S all meet that standard for California. And again, why does California get to decide California currently has the fifth largest economy in the world, having just recently surpassed the UK. Um, that's, that's pretty much probably why, um, uh, they're, they're, uh, Annual income uh, is like $2.7 trillion. Uh, and they have, it's so densely populated, they have you know issues with pollution and air quality and things like that. So they're doing what they can to address that. This one, however, and again, boaters being some of the most ardent environmentalists uh, out there, this one is, is, a, is a bit of an issue. Now, currently, this would only... Uh, apply to commercial vessels. Um, but by early 2023, CARB wants to require all commercial passenger boats. So you're talking about uh, your dive boats, your your tourist sightseeing boats, whale watching boats, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, ferries, I guess, would even, would even fall into that category. They want them to have tier four engines. Um, and that is to decrease the amount of pollution diesel, um, and the exhaust that they put out uh, as the uh, officer for them, uh, the resource officer for them said, they emit a lot of diesel exhaust. And what we know, as I had said before, is that diesel exhaust is a toxic air contaminant. Duh. Uh, But the commercial vessel owners are saying that the tier four engines are going to be too big for most boats. So what they're, they have a current boat. If this passes, they would have to retrofit their existing vessels. And for a lot of them, it won't be a possibility. They would actually have to have a new boat built. And you're talking about some of these boats running from anywhere for this one uh, business owner uh, going anywhere from a million to $5 million a pop. Wow. So 
Why did why did these engines get so much bigger? What are they doing to them? That are they just all these add-ons they're putting on? Yeah, it's it's the emission it's the emission control devices, the exhaust systems, Mm -hmm. everything like that that they're doing to uh, regulate, eliminate, or you know certainly lower the amount of contaminants that are being put into the environment. Uh, So. Groups are uh, galvanizing. Sport Fishing Association of California and the Golden Gate Fishermen's Association have uh, delivered a petition to Governor Newsom asking him to intervene. Which he'll promptly ignore and and move on. Maybe. Something else. So if this passes, 2023 would be the soonest these regulations would go into effect. You could get long extensions uh, for up to eight years, which would put you out to 2034 which would be the last possible date to comply. The problem is, again, you've got so many of these boats out there. And again, we're talking about commercial passenger vessels. So it's a much smaller segment. We're not talking about fishing boats, commercial fishing boats. Yeah, We're talking about commercial passenger vessels. But be sure that they get this, then they're going after the other ones next. Right. Barry, what say you? What, what I would say is, is that if they can extend it out to eight years, by that time, not only would the boats probably need an overhaul anyhow, but these technologies that they're using will probably shrink down to where they wouldn't necessarily have to rebuild the boat, except, you know, just put on a, a new engine with these added parts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got, I got the, the, really the solution is any boat manufactured on or before date X uh-huh. is exempt. That's possible. Yeah, some of the they won't go with that, though, because these diesel engines run forever with a little bit of maintenance. They, they won't go with that. Come on. Uh, hey, yes, you won't do it. I didn't say they would do it. Yes. It was, the, it was the simplest and easiest answer. Okay. It's just not the one they're going to uh, take. I just mark my words. But we'll Somebody have to. listens to me. Well, <laughs> I, what can you say to that other than we're out of time? Thank goodness. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, Life is better, better as it is. Safe boating, everyone. Come back there. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the world of boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.